Five o'clock hours here, Cofield and Company. Silver Sevens is the spot. We're here every Thursday. Adam Hill is the company. You hear Stephen A. on the way back. It's funny. There's all this anger at the NBA, the softening of the league, terrible suspension, but everyone gets back to the core. The main issue here, and that is Draymond Green. You did it. You did it. I love that. It was very dramatic at the end. You're going to have to live with that. <laughs> okay. That game's coming up at 7 o'clock. We've got VGK in game two of the playoffs, also at 7 o'clock. 2027 or sooner is one Adam Hill, who is uh, the guy who covers everything around Las Vegas. Are you going to have to make a decision between, like, game 21 of the MLB season at this time of year to go cover the Las Vegas A's uh, versus a VGK playoff game? What are you going to do? Potentially. I mean, I'm a, big, I'm a baseball person at heart. So I would imagine I'd be at the baseball game. You are? I would imagine so. You were a kind of a clunky first baseman in your day. Uh, One of these kids who no. was officially large, it excelled, and then Pitcher and as third. everyone caught up to you, everyone's like, eh, he's not that big anymore. Pitcher and third. Really? Yeah. So we've, we, I think we've talked about the story before that I was, you know, for whatever, at that level, a very, very good third baseman who then got glasses late in life and couldn't adjust to how far to throw to first. Yep, the Rex specs. Yeah. And I and I, I like I had been I knew anywhere I was on the field exactly how far to throw to first. And I got glasses and it looked so close and everything was halfway there. It was wild. I'm trying to think of an old Oakland A with the Rex specs. There's got to be someone. I was thinking like a Carney Lansford? That's who I was going to name. Yeah. But I'm not sure if he wore them. I know he wore he wore glasses. I don't know if he ever wore the Rex specs. Yeah, close enough. They were a nightmare. One of my friends had to wear those, and they just fogged up. They were terrible. Well, f- imagine you, in football. In football, they were a real disaster. You're, you're one of the. You're under a helmet. Yep. It's humid out there. It's, it's hot. It's tough. Favorite Oakland A of all time. Oof. Tony Phillips. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Love that guy. Okay. I'll say uh, one local and uh, one. Shane Langoliers. One. Well, you wrote a nice feature on him a couple weeks ago. Uh, one. One local and one who eventually made it to New York, who I, I love the way he played. Uh, that's a good selection, but no, more more 80s and beyond. So I like the bravado of Jose Canseco. Sure. And Ricky Henderson was one of my favorite players. He was, that's a good choice. So You didn't expect Tony Phillips? No, I, I, you know what? There's some great names in the history of, of the A's, no He's doubt. Tiger. Yeah, I was. I actually, I might have to make because you know I'm just uh, enamored by the the short, squatty baseball players, generally DHs. So I was going to try to. I'll have like to come Matt up with stairs. That's he's on the list. Sure. I was going to come up with my short, squatty kind of fatties who played for the A's over the years. So there's definitely a I couple mean, of catchers in there. That I mean that era there was a lot back in the in the Jose Canseco days. Carney Lansford could be on the list. Not as squatty, though. No, but, I mean, he, he could be one of your favorite players. Yeah, just, you know, lefty, 210 lefty, way too many strikeouts. Anybody from the Moneyball days was fun. That's a good point. I guess it should be Scott Hatterberg. Scott Hatterberg could be on there? I don't for know. Sure. I don't know why, for some reason, Moneyball has a clips of it have been making the rounds on TikTok, and they were playing one of the scenes when uh, Billy Bean walks in and kind of explains with – Paul D. Podesta, which again, it's Jonah Hill playing, which I have, I have a tough time. Um, but explaining to the scouts at the time, like, the, like this is exactly what we're looking for, and they're all like, "Why are you doing this?" 
And they just keep going back to, like, he gets on base, he gets on base, he gets on base. It's big. Can't play defense. So they recommend, like, nine guys who can't play defense, but they get on base. It's important. Got to have guys on base. Nine DHs in first baseman. That's the way to go. So the news comes out. Let's give some of the details about what uh, you guys at the RJ and also the uh, Nevada Independent are saying about this deal. So, one, it's with Red Rock Resorts. The property is? Wild, wild west. Okay. Well, no longer. It's not there anymore. So we still call it that, to, you know, so people I know do. what it is. It's my spot. Yeah, I love that place. Fifty acres of the hundred, plus potentially eight. Okay. Of the truck stop lot. Give people an idea of of exactly where the the land is, because I think a lot of people are unfamiliar with the fact that there is a hundred acres there. Yeah. It's a so, massive piece of property. So it would be Tropicana, just west of I fifteen. Uh, the there was a large casino. Or the casino is smaller, but a casino and motel, I guess you would call it, uh, property. The Wild Wild West, which has since been knocked down, and then just to the west of that, there is a well. There's some to the east too, but just to the west, there's a uh, a lot where there was uh, some truck parking uh, right there outside the Wild Wild West, and that would be the uh, the additional space too. So the the 49 acres of the original lot that that would be you know part of the agreement would be essentially the wild wild west property so let's get some of the details on the background in this where it goes from here how it came together uh dave cavill is up president of the a's with steve cofield and adam hill how are you sir i'm doing great how's everything uh awesome excellent you know excellent day for las vegas if this all comes to fruition so we're gonna we have a bunch of questions for you and uh, we have some listener questions as well but i gotta tell you adam hill my partner is kind of angry with you about uh, you seem to have one advantage over us. Uh, what what is this, Adam? Did, are we are we paying for a check mark? Yeah, how are you still verified? I I am not sure. I think it might have got it might have disappeared recently. So like I don't know. <laughs> we 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 all might be in the same boat soon. So. Our, ours ours are gone. Ours are gone. So uh, there's a lot to get to here. So let's talk about how did this all come together? Because I I think the suggestion is out there like this was just something that developed recently. But I have a feeling you guys have been working on this a long time with uh, state and county officials and Red Rock Resorts. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, we've been working almost two years on the parallel path, still working in Oakland and then also exploring Las Vegas as a relocation destination. And so we've done everything from the site feasibility, site selection, market feasibility, economic and fiscal impact. And so there's been a great deal of work going on uh, behind the scenes, um, negotiating sites, looking at options. And, you know, one thing we really like about this site is one one of the things we heard over and over from uh, residents of Las Vegas and, and Southern Nevada is they wanted somewhere for a baseball stadium that was easy to get to. Great ingress and egress, uh, parking and all that stuff. And this site provides an opportunity uh, to not have to fight some of that strip traffic, but it's still close enough to the resort corridor uh, to attract tourists. So we like that combo. We love that it's close to T-Mobile and Allegiant. And so we're really excited about moving forward with this location and really taking that next step with the public-private partnership uh, with all the representatives from the state of Nevada. Well, you're right. The location is great. It shouldn't be available because that's where Allegiant Stadium should be, but it's not. So you got you got the <laughs> I, premier. I heard lots. that. I heard that. So I guess maybe we were patient and we got the site. Yeah, so yeah I don't know. We, for sure. We love the site. We yeah, we loved great. it back, you know, six seven years ago. So you for guys sure. nailed it on this one. Yeah. So so that's true. But I guess the 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 first question right off the bat is we you've been on the dual track as you mentioned, uh, kind of 
working in both spots for so long. What was the trigger? What what made this get far enough down the road that you said, all right, no more dual track, it's Vegas now? I think it's really the deadline for Major League Baseball. You know, they, they have a deadline of January of next year that we need a binding agreement. And so we had really got to the point where we looked at the two options and we said, you know, I don't think it's really possible anymore for it to work in Oakland on this timeline. And we had built so much momentum positively in Nevada that we had the opportunity to get a breakthrough. Um, we were getting the support of the new governor, which was fantastic, Governor Lombardo, as well as the leadership in the state Senate and the Assembly. And we were in a position to move forward. And we said, look, we need to go all in on Vegas. We met with the league. We got their endorsement. And we put this deal together and signed the purchase and sale agreement late last week. Dave Cavill, Ace President, is up on Cofield & Company on ESPN. Las Vegas, big news that the Ace have entered into an agreement to uh, purchase property from Red Rock Resorts. Is there more to this deal than just buying property from Red Rock Resorts? I assume there's got to be some sort of partnership here. And if there is, why were you impressed with those folks? Uh, there's really actually not. It's just a straight land deal. We're just buying the land from them, uh, the 49 acres, and then we have an option for another eight. Um, so, you know, I think from their perspective, they were rebalancing their portfolio. They're opening new resorts in different places and closing others. And this just made sense for them to divest. So uh, they were very good to work with, and we really appreciate everything that they did and brought to the table. But, you know, really it's, it's us buying the land and moving forward Okay. Uh, developing the stadium and kind of the ballpark village around it uh, on our own. Explain the ballpark village. We're excited about that. You know, this is kind of like the battery in Atlanta or Petco Park in San Diego where you have the stadium itself, but then you have all the ancillary restaurants and, you know, clubs and nightlife and, you know, retail establishments that creates a 365-day attraction for the entire community, both tourists and locals. And especially if we program the parking and access in an easy way, I think it would be somewhere where people want to go uh, to spend time, to be next to the stadium, to look into the stadium. I think it's going to be a really cool place um, in Las Vegas. So, Dave, what are the next steps in terms of speaking with the, the state and county officials and trying to put together the money end of it? You know, negotiations are ongoing Conversations are happening daily. Uh, I've been in Las Vegas, you know, a couple days every week, and then Carson at least another day. And it's just meeting with people, working on a fiscally responsible way uh, to think about um, things like tax increment financing and transferable tax credits and doing things in a way that creates a positive ROI for the state and the taxpayers. And so that's something that's in process. Um, so far, things have been very positive. And, you know, we are... Uh, we do have kind of a tight deadline because, you know, the, the you know state legislature doesn't meet very often. Uh, so we're working through their timeline and on their schedule to hopefully achieve that success over the next month or so. On funding, can you explain, you know, the idea has been floated out there about a special tax district. Can you explain that to the audience? Yeah, so the notion of that is like taking the taxes that our projects generate that, would, that don't exist now, um, but they're taxes that come with operating the – the baseball stadium, whether it's a sales tax or a commerce tax or use tax, and allowing the county to use that revenue stream to issue a bond up front that helps pay for the stadium. And you know, it's, it's money that only exists if we come. So it's not it's not going to be there any other way. And so they call that often but for taxes, and it's a real um, 
efficient and fiscally responsible way to think about a public contribution. Did you have a meeting with stadium designers today in terms of coming up with a plan? We have Yes, we've had daily meetings with our internal design team okay. looking at site planning. Um, one thing we're looking at at this site is a potential pedestrian overcrossing the 15 that would connect into Park Avenue uh, by Park MGM and T-Mobile. So I think that could be a really nice uh, addition to that area, tie us into the strip a little more, allow people to park kind of on our area, walk over, go to T-Mobile for events. So it makes it even easier for them. So it's, there's ideas like that that we're working on and thinking about in a, in a beneficial way. I think that's brilliant, and that's why I always like the the site that you know it's it's off the strip, but now you're going to have strip access by people walking across the pedestrian bridge. Is your vision of this? Is the stadium design vision of this? Uh, you know, looking out towards the outfield and a view of the strip. Yeah. So the the orientation, which we spent a lot of time thinking about, is exactly as you said. So you look out from home plate towards the Vegas skyline and see City Center, and you see Park MGM and New York, New York, and even all the way over to, like, Bellagio and stuff. So it's, and, 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 you know, Paris. And so I think it's going to be an incredible backdrop, one that will be completely iconic for anyone watching the game on TV or the batters when they come um, and are at home plate or, or fans in the seats. So that's something that I think is really special and we're excited about. Had a, I, I had a question when you were talking about the uh, that it's a land deal and not necessarily an agreement with, uh, stations and I, I thought of something, and, and some of the listeners have now followed up. So I will, I will ask it. it has there been a discussion from them if they are retaining some land that they would also build a project there? Uh, and would there be any, I guess, resistance from either your side or baseball side if Red Rock or excuse me, stations did decide to build a casino there on the same property? Uh, well, we we haven't had any conversations with them on that. I, I don't think that's their intention. It, it hmm. sounded to me like they actually wanted. To sell the other part too to maybe somebody else, but gotcha. I don't. I can't speak for them. I don't know. I mean, all of it was for sale, all hundred acres. Right. Um, so I think understanding, you'd almost have to ask them to see what they're thinking on that. We're focused on the forty-nine to you know, fifty-six acres that we have, programming it in an intelligent way, and ensuring that it's done in a way that's not only great for the stadium, but also creates this ballpark village and attraction. Um, it's, it's going to be a really cool thing to have. And you know, people will come down there on a non-game day, get a sense of it, get excited about coming there for a game day. It's just it, it creates a destination. When could you break ground? When could we see a stadium completed and opened? Next year for breaking ground and 2027 for opening this thing. That's the current plan that we're working on with our design team and, and uh, planners. And uh, I think that's all very achievable on the current schedule. That's a good amount of time. So, uh, you know, obviously you guys right now it feels real contentious with Oakland, and it has been for a while, but it got real nasty uh, last night and today. So what are the options uh, in between? Where would you play? Could you stay there? Is there somewhere here you could play? You know, we have a lease here through 24 if we want to use it. So we have this year and next year. Um, We also have the ability to play at Las Vegas Ballpark. We have an agreement with Howard Hughes Corp., who owns the Aviators. They've been an incredible partner on that and and uh we have a a signed agreement that would allow that for a couple years as well um we could extend our agreement here in oakland and some of the uh county supervisors said that that was something that they were open to so it's not really determined it's going to be the league that's going to really probably drive that decision in conjunction with the players union on what makes the most sense and so 
that's something we'll work really closely with the commissioner's office to figure out the best plan. You, uh, you mentioned a couple of baseball stadiums in regards to what this could potentially kind of feel like and the area could look like. Um, I mean, Petco, you're speaking our language for sure. But I was wondering if you looked at other sports, and, and the one that came to mind in my head was uh, what they've done at Lambeau uh, in Green Bay, what they've done with that stadium district. Are there other sports you've looked at and what they've done? You know, baseball is the best because there's so many events. You know, football, and to a lesser extent, you know, they have the Pfizer Forum, which is in Milwaukee, has that around an arena. Uh, the Golden One Center is a pretty good example in Sacramento in terms of something in another sport that would probably be pretty similar. Um, but, you know, there's a wide variety of locations. St. Louis has a great ballpark village around it. Uh, the Battery, I think, is probably maybe the best example because it's pretty new. Um, but I think you can learn from all these different environments and take the best from a lot of them. And with all the tourists that come to Las Vegas, it allows you maybe a little more creativity in what you can pull off that I think will be truly unique. It's something that people will travel in to see, and it'll be a great amenity for locals as well. Dave Cavill's up on Cofield and Company, ESPN Las Vegas. If you can stick with us for a couple more minutes, we have some more questions. As uh, The ace president is uh, filling us in on uh, what came out last night about a uh, land deal, potentially to build an A stadium on the uh, Wild Wild West site right there by trop and the 15 which they're currently working on i don't know how much they're gonna have to alter that but um you know it was it was kind of getting ready for something big there uh with this construction project so our big thing uh, because we've talked about this for a couple years first of all we didn't really buy it because we thought you were using us as a negotiating pawn so as it turns out not um you've come up with something here but the other thing is uh we want winners in las vegas and we know the fans here in las vegas we've been doing sports radio here for a long time people here you know they're they're very um they're selective with their entertainment dollar. So how do we go from what you guys have right now to kind of ramping it up pretty quick to the point where you guys can have an aggressive payroll when you hit the ground here? Oh, our intention is to have an aggressive payroll in the market. Uh, we're going to have the revenue to support that. You know, the A's have a long track record of developing incredible players. We just haven't been able to retain them because we haven't had the revenues to pay the players once they reach arbitration and free agency. So I think this can usher in a whole new era where these younger players, when they come up, um, can sign a longer-term contract and they can be kind of the backbone of a nucleus of really successful players, both pitchers and, and fielding players, you know, position players, uh, for success. Because if you look at it, you know, statistically, really since Billy Bean took over, you know, we're like the fourth winningest club in that time. We've won tons of games, and we won 97 game series in a row just a couple years ago with one of the lowest payrolls. If we could augment that and keep these players around, there's no limit to what this baseball operations department can do. It is really exciting to think about. I know that's why everyone, David Forrest, his team of people, Dan Feinstein, his AGM, they're really fired up about the possibility uh, with this new model and being in Las Vegas. What do you think about what I said about fans demanding winning? Because I'll tell you, Bill Foley you know, set uh, roots here, and the NHL helped out with a better expansion draft. They nailed it. I mean, he has really set a standard here. I mean, he's gone through coaches. Like, he wants to win a cup, and it's kind of – now that's the fans' mentality. Like, you have to win in Vegas. Yeah, and that's – I mean, that's one of the reasons we're moving because we want to have a better fan experience and revenue, and we want to add to the nine world championships that we have as an organization, which is one of the most in, in, in the sports history. And so – we have a storied history in multiple eras. We want to add to that. We have a great baseball operations department, and we want to bring that to Las Vegas and, and um, 
obviously win more world championships, which would be, would be awesome. A uh, question or two from the fans. Um, I put out a uh, – someone else did, actually. The Sporting Tribune put out a, uh, a mock-up logo uh, for the Las Vegas Athletics. Are, you're sticking with the Athletics, right? There's not going to be a rebrand here in Vegas? No, we're sticking with the name. I mean, we're a charter member of the American League 1901. So we go way back. We've been in three markets already. And um, there's something about that A with the apostrophe and the hat. It's just so iconic. And uh, we're really excited to bring that to Las Vegas. And Las Vegas A's has a nice kind of ring to it. Are you a fan of Stomper? We've had Stomper for, I think, 30 years now. So, yeah, so he's been a, a stalwart of, uh, you know, obviously our, our community outreach program and kids program. And so, yes, he, he, even though the elephants are slow, I think he'll find a way to get down there to Nevada. He's a little intimidating, i got to tell you. A little scary to look at. Well, we at don't him. want people to – you know, he has – Somber has his parents, too, and they're a little less intimidating, they're a little smaller mascots, just so you know. They come to the ballpark, too. One request from a fan, actually a guy who works on the station – uh, he was asking if you guys could make the stadium concession prices like the Masters. <laughs> Can we have everything? Hey, it's all about those tomato sandwiches. That's the key. Yeah, right? I know. Sure. Well, yeah, this we, is... I mean, I think one thing I want to mention on that, yeah, yeah. I think this is really just true of baseball, is that it's a far more affordable sport than in any of the other major professional sports because we have so many games and we can afford to have you know more reasonable prices with the tickets and even with the food. So I... I think there's the opportunity to do that in a way. Uh, there's obviously going to be high-end options, but we want to make it affordable for families as well. As you said. i, I got to close on this because I'm, I'm sure the process has been positive so far. And I was going to ask you earlier, I'll ask you now, I mean, what's it been like talking to Las Vegas people, uh, Nevada people, versus what you've been dealing with with you know, Oakland in these negotiations? Well, you know, we're very grateful that Oakland has been our home for over 50 years. And, you know, people have worked very hard there to try to get the waterfront stadium built. It just, it just didn't work out. Um, but I will say from day one in being in southern Nevada and being in Las Vegas, people have just welcomed us with open arms. Uh, they've been can-do attitude from the beginning. And we appreciate that. And I've really been impressed with the leadership of the governor, Lombardo, who's been tremendous as well as the leadership in, in the state Senate and Assembly and, and at the county level with Jim Gibson as the county commissioner. So everyone has been great. The resorts have been great to work with. Community groups, Pete Guzman at the Latin Chamber, um, they've all given us really great advice and counsel, and everyone just seems to be pulling together to, to build an incredible community uh, in the Valley there. Are you fired up to be just up the road from the Raiders, and do you think the Raiders are fired up about it? Well, I mean, it's incredible what they've been able to do with Allegiant. It's very exciting to see. I've been to a game. It's a tremendous atmosphere, and I think there's a lot to learn from them, and um, we're excited about um, you know advancing our efforts and, and being a good neighbor, as always. Well, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm excited that you're uh, potentially going to kind of revitalize that Trop and 15 area because it's needed it. Um, I also think the idea of a stadium district where uh, even someone like me who's a bit portly and old can walk pretty easily – down to the football stadium and across a bridge to the arena. Um, I, I think this is the way most cities should be set up, and the the idea of a ballpark village is tremendous. Awesome. Well, we're fired up about it. It's going to be awesome. Well, thank you for your time. We'd love to get you on uh, down the road as this process moves along, but thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Take care. There he is, Dave Cavill, president of the A's. 
Okay, some good stuff in there. Sure. You surprised by some of the uh, comments about uh, Red Rock? Just simply a land purchase. Yeah, I mean it, it's. We'll find. We'll see what the what the plans are. I mean, as he said, the, they could have bought the whole thing if they wanted to. I, I don't know. That was interesting. What, yeah, what you know, stations could have in mind. I can't I mean, imagine you would have the property and not build a casino there if there's a stadium there. You would think. Why wouldn't you? But they do have a lot of projects going on around town. No, they don't have one next to a stadium that is in walking distance to the other stadiums. He gave a very gracious answer about the Raiders, sure. and it is still part it's of the story. Diplomatic. On the way back, let's talk about the Raiders because, you know, they had, they had quite the relationship um, at whatever they could, the Coliseum um, over the years, and the Raiders kind of, you know, rule the roost in this town, and now all of a sudden their, their, na- you know, their, their uh, fellow tenants could be right up the road. Miss any of the show? We've got you covered. Head to lvsportsnetwork.com and go to podcasts to listen to all of your favorite LV Sports Network shows anytime from any place. We just had on president of the A's, Dave Cavill, who's you know making the media rounds for a while in Oakland and around the rest of the country leading up to what happened last night. I know he's done a lot of local media before he came out with Cofield and Company and ESPN Las Vegas, so appreciate the A's organization with a hookup on that one and now there's a lot to be accomplished here right there's still a lot of work to be done uh one i don't believe there's that this is a hey we just came to an agreement for land and now we've got six weeks we got to rush i think they've been talking about the financing end of it which again is going to be highly debated publicly um he explained you know the benefits of a tax district how that's going to potentially push in, you know, five hundred million dollars to the project on a one point five billion dollar project. I meant what I said too about the stadium. They're, you know, the good of the stadium, the ballpark village. It's good for that area. Um, it needs to be revitalized. It's been kind of a weird area for a while, and they knocked down Wild Wild West, and obviously there was the ridiculousness that went on for years with the uh, the truck stop there. So a big project there. Will be really cool. Uh, I think the area is prepped for it soon, right? It's going to be a couple of years, but they at least are already working on the roads. And I think this was kind of in mind because you know you know what's going on with the roads. I mean, they're going to they're going to kind of dip Tropicana underneath, so there's no stoppage um, before you. Actually, no, they're they're dipping. What is it? Uh, Trop's going to Trop will be the top road, and they're going to dip underneath. I don't know. What, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They're gonna, they're, but they're making it so there's no light there right I, by I'm right by in and out. More than certain, yeah. That when they're finished with this project, they'll be like, "We got to start again." Ah, we didn't figure there was going to be a baseball, so we got to start over now. Like you know, that's going to happen. Yeah, that's a that's a great fear from a lot of people. Like drop a can of two. It, not even two. Yeah, One point well, five. It's just going to continue forever. We'll have to get some road people on about how you can alter a plan, or you know, can you? When say you're like whatever they are right now. 20% through, 15% through. But I think it's going to be great for the area. 2% through. Um, I, I do want to hear more details on the financing. Uh, I, I think we pushed them on one of the most important things, and that is, and we'll see if they hold to it. Like, when you come here, you got to be competitive. You know? Yeah. I, I guess you don't have to. You could, you, you're you're going to be the novelty and popular just based on the building yeah. for four or five years. But after that, like, people want to see winning sports here. Yeah, for sure. Now, I, you know, you kind of referenced the timeline thing, and you're right. It's been, and he kind of said it's been down the line. I, what I don't like 
Like, we literally talked about this at the beginning of the show. We've been talking about it for a while. What happened with the football deal, the money was fine. It was some of the other details that didn't have enough time to be worked out. What did we hear at the time? We just said it. I didn't have time to read it. We, we just had to pass it. Some politicians said they some didn't, politi- they we didn't, didn't do, have time to read it. They didn't give uh, due diligence to SB1. And so when we asked Dave what, why the sudden change, why is it not more two tracks, we're only focused on Vegas, he said, we got to hurry this thing through, man. De- session ends soon. That's literally the problem that happened last time. I don't like that, for sure. And also, I will fight back a little bit on, hey, look, tax district, and hey, tax districts happen and brings in revenue, and they probably have a right to some of that money and filter it back through, and that's how you pay for it. But the, if we're not here, none of that happens, okay. Okay. I think that's a pretty valuable part of land. Yeah, eventually that property is going to be redeveloped by something. It could be, by the way, the T-Mobile District and the Allegiant District. Build bridges to both those, build all the bars and the restaurants there, and some parking. You'll still bring in the money. You don't even need the baseball stadium. Let's come back with a scoreboard on what's going on in hockey and Major League Baseball, NBA. We'll continue to review the conversation with the president of the A's, Dave Cavill. Sign up for an A-Play card and receive a guaranteed $10 in free play with a chance to win up to $150 in free play at the William Hill Race and Sportsbook inside Silver 7s. Good feedback up on social media on the A's potentially coming to Vegas. They've worked an agreement out with uh, Red Rock Resorts to buy 49 acres and then uh, an option to get it up to 56 acres. That's the Wild Wild West site. What will happen with the rest of the land, we don't know. Dave Cavill said, uh, I, I haven't heard they're going to build a casino there. He said all 100 acres were available to us. He doesn't know what the plans are, so we'll see. Someone's going to want to monetize that site because it's going to be worth a lot of money when the roads are done and there's a baseball stadium there. Um, I threw out the question earlier. The, the, the throw by the public into this, the goal would be about $500 million of the $1.5 billion. And we went through this with the Raiders who got seven fifty. I threw out the question earlier, Adam, $500 million public box for a Vegas MLB stadium, you cool, question mark. And there's been a lot of really good feedback and talking about tax districts and others have just said no. Um, Rob uh, Simonini, I hope I'm pronouncing the last name right, kind of nailed it in all of this. Like, we're going to talk about this for a long time. He sent back, does it matter? Like, you cool, does it matter? You're right. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Like, I think we're, so, we're, we're probably so far along now we can have all these debates and it's worth talking about, but if they want to get it done, they're going to get it done. Yeah, I mean, well, there, there is – look, people didn't understand enough, I think, to fight back last time. And, again, they were focused on the wrong things. And I, I feel like maybe it was, that was part of it. It was $750 million, $750 million, $750 million, and people were like, ah, that seems like a lot of money. Yeah. They shouldn't have been focused on that. They should have been focused on what the actual deal was. Same thing this time. Like, hopefully people are better educated, they know more, and – you know, we talked about it last time, but hopefully there's more, you know, out there of, of saying what all the facts are. And if this deal is better, then that's fine. And if it's not, then to point that out and to actually let legislators know, like, hey, don't rush this through. That's their deadline, yeah. not ours. Right. Well, you know, to build on what I said where if they want to get it done, they'll get it done. The they's in this are interesting. Yeah. And we're going to find out along the way because – the Raiders have you know, set base here, and they kind of rule the roost. And the Raiders and the A's did not get along at all. And Governor Lombardo, didn't, he didn't help the Raiders come here. That was Sisolak. So, by the way, folks, if you want to play the whole party politics thing and you're very loyal to that, 
So it's different sides of the aisle. Here's the money for football. Here's the money for baseball, right? In the end, a lot of it doesn't matter. Uh, but how, what, how do you think the Raiders are going to react to this? Well, they're not going to be thrilled, for sure. But it is, it's also a different, it's a different power structure that's in place with, with the Raiders now than it was then. What does that in terms mean? Of, I mean, Mark Davis is basically the only person that was there that was there now and now. So who's gone? Now. So are we talking Bedane, SDM? I mean, yeah, well, yeah, Bedane mostly, but, I mean, the entire organization. Remember, the, and, the entire and, organization's and, gone. And, and Ventrelli yeah. was very powerful. Like, literally, they changed everyone except Mark Davis. Yeah. Uh, so it's a completely different structure. Not that Mark's cool with it, but I, all the, a lot of those relationships that maybe could have – you know, lobbied against this potentially happening, and the Raiders saying, "No, we don't want them here." A lot of those people are gone, and a lot of you know, a lot of the, these, you know, this current administration has not dealt with the A's before. Not that I'm, I'm put, casting the A's as evil, but I think the the relationship between them, it's a lot of different people, a lot of people that weren't in Oakland that were dealing with them before. Different powers in place at the uh, state level too. Yeah, for sure. So a lot of those. Very strong relationships with the Raiders and the state government were essentially one and all on the same page. That's not the case anymore, necessarily. I think the Raiders still have some power, but we'll see how much they choose the use of that to try to block this from happening. It is pretty cool, though, what it's going to do to that area. And I should point out, like, it's people know they shared a stadium, obviously. That's right, the thing. Right. And, and that they never, you know, saw eye to eye on a lot of stadium issues. It was nasty to the point of. Whichever team, and I, I don't want to say which one. I, I think I know, but I don't want to get it wrong. The team that controlled the Wi-Fi in the stadium oh boy. would, like, vigilantly not allow the other one to change the password or the network <laughs> when they were playing. Like, that's how nasty it was. Oh, my gosh. Like, anything, nobody would budge. So that's where the relationship was then. And I'm just trying to, like, that's irrelevant. Yeah. But, I mean, that was the, that was the level that we're dealing with in terms of I don't like you. Golden Knights game two is coming up. We'll get a, another preview of the game, talk about some of the big storylines in just a couple minutes. If you want to hear uh, wall-to-wall hockey talk up into the game, you can go over to our sister station, Fox Sports Las Vegas, as Darren Millard is uh, on right now, along with RTHG. Ryan will carry it all the way up until the game, as uh, we've got a game at the Fortress in less than 90 minutes. Come hang with Cofield and Company at the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside TI. Free parking, great food and drink specials, and giveaways. Every Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. at the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside TI. Stick your hand in there, Dave. Exciting day to discuss, debate, try to get more information on the, uh, the A's and Red Rock purchase of property at Wild Wild West. The goal would be, Dave Cavill told us, the uh, president of the A's, break ground by early next year, have a stadium done by 2027. is very much up in the air about where they would play in between. I mean, he, he threw out the option with us and other media outlets that they could stay in Oakland for the next couple of years. They do have a lease that goes through next season, but I just don't know that that's going to happen. Could they play at LV Ballpark? The option is there. Boy, playing outside, it's you know, it's it's tough with minor league players. I wonder what the uh, Players Association would say about that. By the way, the Aviators will not be kicked from the market. Will not be kicked from the market. Cavill has told multiple. We didn't get to that question. Uh, we ran out of time, but um, he was suggesting this could be like a Knights Knights situation. 
Silver Knights, Golden Knights situation. It's also, you know, baseball-wise, comparable to, I believe, uh, the Twins, and then St. Paul has their triple okay. team. All right. On the the money of this, you know, this tax district, um, one of our buddies who's in radio over at 1027, Sean Tempesta, is very much a sports fan, so he's been commenting on some of the questions I threw out. He said uh, about the tax district, go to a bar across the street before the game, tax credits, fine. No new tax on tourists, no new tax on people unlikely to ever go. The amount of people the stadium brings in and the revenue that comes with that will more than make up for the loss of revenue. And a lot of people are saying, hey, if you go and use it, then, you know, you're throwing money into the kitty. Yeah. But people who don't, who are never going to go down there shouldn't be paying for it. We'll see how that works sure. out. Now, but the, the argument, again, just to make sure you're clear, this is not an area that wouldn't be developed. That's different. There is places where there's a part of, like, not this city, but I'm yeah. saying. Without other, us, there's nothing. Other cities, you could have an area where, like, hey, nothing is going to be built. Like here. some downtown warehouse crap district right. that's been garbage forever. Nothing's going to be built here. So if we didn't have this, like, there'd be no business anyway. Right. So you're not losing anything. There would be business on this plot of land. Yeah. It's not a cheap plot of land. It's not an unusable plot of land. There'd be, especially with the interchange being redone and easier yeah. access, like, this could. There could be some massive <laughs> amount of business there. So it's not like this is an area that wouldn't generate tax money. Yeah. I was just laughing because my description of what they're doing to that area was so horrific, I can't even try it again. The it's getting clean. It, 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 it's, it's, getting, it's getting cleaned up. Easier ingress For now. and egress. and Well, it's, it'll – I almost said we got to trust the people who, who do the roads here. You gotta, not, and I don't mean the actual people who are doing the roads. So the, the planners, they get what, it right. What would you say if, as I suggested – they're getting close to the end of this, and then they say, "You know what? We did not, we did not plan for baseball. We have to kind of start over." You'd be cool imagine, with that? I can't imagine that being. You'd the be case. cool with that? No. Okay. Didn't think so. I mean, will they have to do something to, you know, Tropicana, kind of pass as a Procyon? Probably. By the way, I don't want to get like I'm giving away a snitch. Valley View has become a very key road. Whoa! I know. I love it. What are you doing? I know. I love it. I, you're, I not, swear, you're not going to keep it a secret. I swear to you. You're not going to be able to keep next, it a secret. I've never waited, in, I've never waited there. Ne- if I'm on that road. Oh, I love that road. Anytime in the next two months and there's traffic, you are in trouble. It's not my fault. You just said it. You, you know what? Dump you, that. You, you, Already got, dump you, that. you guys at the paper committed the worst cardinal sin ever with access to uh, – Events at the MGM, uh, and eventually, yeah, the, 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 the and guess what happened? You guys pushed him out because of that. He's out. That's it. That was your call. Yeah, he's <laughs> you know, out. You're like Ron. You're done. You get enjoy, enjoy life at home, Ron. <laughs> you gotta walk. That's your. That's on you. That was the worst snitch ever. Like, what are you doing? Telling people, oh, it's a, that's a great Tropicana. They don't bust your chops. You can park there, walk over to T-Mobile. You can still kind of do it. Well, for my purpose, my purpose was to go to fights. For when I was on the fight beat, and that got blown up. Yeah. So we're always looking not, for the new snitches. Not that bad of a walk from there to T-Mobile. Or Legion. Oh, not at all. No. How bad do you think the walk is from, I'll say, I'll say the baseball stadium where it's proposed to the football stadium because it is downhill for a while. Back is a little bit uphill. What's that? What's the hotel? We'll give them a free pop. What's a hotel there? They they gotta sell. What is it? Royal Galaxy? They'll sell. I don't you think? Like you're between two. You know, in what five years you're gonna be between two 
Major League Stadiums? Now uh, we're going to hold on to it. I think they're out. You think someone will want that property to build something significant there? Probably. So there's a chance that could that could get developed, right? Sure. That's Dean Martin. Sinatra's on the other side. I always screw this up. And then, what do you think happens to all the, the fast food restaurants that would be across from a baseball stadium? On well, Trump. They're, they're building one across from the football stadium right now, so I think they'll be okay. They're building in and out there, right? Yeah, right across from Allegiant. My God. But if you're in and out on the corner, on the corner of kind of 15 oh, Trop what and a Martin, for them. aren't you like we have a postage stamp of property? Yeah, forty-five million dollars. Let's go. Like, don't you just sell it and build up the road? Oh, how much money are you going to make? If you're going to reel it in the cash. I wish I could do road studies to see the you know how how easy it will be to get in and out. Pun intended. God, I did that. There's, there's two of them within like uh, a half mile right now. Get in the back, please. Stick your hand in there, Dave. Boy, the portal is crazy. So crazy. I just saw someone reacting to the football uh, football portal because a kid was transferring for, like, the fourth time, and they're like, well, this is ridiculous. What do you care? <laughs> what do you care? I saw one of the uh, big basketball transfers out of the Mountain West Conference. Noah Reynolds, who was at Wyoming, committed to Wisconsin about two weeks ago. Today he tweets out, after consulting with friends and family, I've decided that it is no longer in my best interest to attend Wisconsin. All right, so he's on the market again. Good. Nobody wants to go to Wisconsin. I also just saw a report. Uh, go to Tipton. Is it Tipton or Tiptons? I don't know. I just click on it. Uh, he covers heavy, heavy uh, college basketball. Is he legitimate? Yeah, it's good. Are you sure? Yeah. No check? Uh, that's a good point. Is anyone legitimate anymore? Dave Cavill is, and uh, who else? By the way, you click on his profile. It says he's subscribed to Twitter Blue. So you might want to deny it publicly. We know the truth, Dave. It's gone. It, now it is? Yeah, it's gone. Literally at, during think, the interview. I think we got him in trouble, yeah. You think he canceled it Someone called Musk. There? Someone called Elon Musk, and they're like, this guy still has his check. Get rid of it. What a disaster. Did Mad Dog Russo ever have one? I'm sure he did. I guess Russo. We'll have to, we'll have to Dave, see what Russo talked about. Dave's with, uh, gone. The, the, are you sure? Yeah, you can't. If you're on TweetDeck, you can't get it. You actually have, you actually have to t- click on his account oh no and then see it this account is verified because they are subscribed to twitter blue and have verified their phone number yeah that's a weird one i don't know what that's a new invention anyway the uh the tipton guy to go back to that he said uh Dean thomas one of the top point guards in the 2024 class tells me he's received an offer from alabama we're, we're pretty far along in the why not just keep, just, keep, just keep offering him if he hasn't decided yet. The, uh, make it happen. The guesso meter on uh, DJ Thomas right now has Arizona 30%, UNLV 20.1%, UCLA 17.2%, Kelvin Sampson and the Cougars 14.3%, Florida's 14.3%. So very scientific. Side note, uh, sad for the city of Oakland. This is a tweet. People in charge literally let all three teams bounce. Derek Carr. Oh, man. That's deep. That is real deep. First response, you play for the Saints, bro. <laughs> not going to be that soft landing spot like it used to be. Although this it's not verified, so I, I have no idea. I don't know what's going on anymore. What, Derek Carr's isn't? No. So it could be fake Derek Carr? Could be. I don't know. Thanks to Silver Sevens for housing the show. Nice job on the tech end by Ari. And by Angel, thanks to the A's for hooking us up with Dave Cavill. Thanks to Xavier Pope 
and Brad Powers, who were on the show earlier. Listen to the archives of the show every day, lvsportsnetwork.com.